Hey, this is Ben Cahill and Paul Kimmel. And this is Tales of the Table. Hey, everybody. Uh, we're back again. Um, it's Paul and Ben today. And a special guest, very special guest. Yeah. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, you will. Uh, Izzy. Okay, so this is my 14-year-old daughter. We decided to bring her on the show today because we are going to do a... The, the topic for the day is going to be about having a parent in the first responder slash military, like whatever, um, those kind of services. So uh, we thought Izzy would be a good person to bring on, talk mm-hmm. to you about it. Yeah. So we would have brought Gavin on, but he would have got a lot of... A lot of slobber and ooze, guys. He's cute, though, but yes. Snots. Snots. Sneezing. Do what? No, um, but yes. Maybe in a couple of years. So this is her first time being on, so uh, we'll listen in, and we will hit her with some questions here shortly. Um, I do want to talk about my... Yep. Um, recent endeavor. My recent endeavor. Uh, I would, not even recent, actually. It's been... How long have I been home for now? Two three weeks. weeks. Three two, weeks. That's been three weeks. Three weeks. It's, it's been man. Yeah, it's been 20 days, 21 days, I think. I'll check my little app thing. Um... But I went to Saul, which is Sable Warrior. Um, I know we talked about it briefly in another episode. I'm not here to pitch a um, go do this or go do that or sell anything. That's not the goal. I just did want to talk about it. Um, after experiencing it myself, um, I can't really go into great depth and detail. I can tell you that it's changed a lot in my um my personal life, as far as some things that I do, I meditate twice daily. I try to. Um, I meditate every morning because if I don't, I'm a moody cunt. If I don't, that's the best way to put it. Yeah. Um, so I meditate every morning. Sometimes at night, I try to. Sometimes I'm not real good about it because I get just sidetracked doing other shit. But um, <clears throat> when I'm at work, I have a lot. Crazily, I have more success with meditating at night. I think it helps me well, sleep there. You're not trying to juggle. No, and all that yeah, stuff. pretty much just correct. Hoping you don't get a call in the middle of it. So. Right, yeah, ex- that's literally exactly the truth. Right. Um, but um, and how's that been going? Good. I love it. Uh, I I will never after doing. I've been. I've, I'm on. So if you count the time I was at Saul, I'd say I'm on like a 24 day streak of meditation. Okay. That I haven't gone a single day without meditating. Okay. And they were not kidding when they said you will notice the change after about 10 days because the first, the, when you first start doing it, it's about getting the routine down Yep. because it's, and anybody who's ever tried to meditate, whether you're like, would it openly admitted or not? Cause you know, a lot of people are like, Oh God, you know, mm-hmm. they don't want to talk about that stuff, but um, it's uh, you, you're trying to focus on that's Gavin. Once again, making his appearance in the episode. Um, it's a lot about, Clearing your brain out, which is very hard to do, because if anybody's ever like actually tried to stop the thought process, it's almost impossible. Mm-hmm. You think it is, it's not. Um, but when you start doing it regularly, I meditate for twenty minutes. That's how I started meditating. It's twenty minutes at a time. Sure. Um, now I'm almost to a point where I meditate for an hour sometimes, not even intentionally. That's the crazy part. Is the time passes so quickly? Oh yeah. Like there has been times when I've met while I've been meditating. And I'll be like, the third chime will go off telling me that I'm at 20 minutes. And because I have a little app on my phone that helps me keep track. And I'll and I'll be like, uh, I'm not ready to come out of it yet. I'm, I'm kind of enjoying where I'm at right now. So I'll hang out and continue to meditate. 
and then I'll be like, all right, I got stuff to do. And I'll come out of it. Like you bring yourself out of it and I come out of it and then I check my app and it's like, I had 23 minutes. I'm like, oh crap. That was not like three or four more minutes. Like I was there for like 20 more minutes, but, um, it's crazy. I can't explain it. It's something you have to discover for yourself. It does work though. There's something behind it. There's a reason all these people have been doing it for millennia. centuries. Yeah. yeah. Millennia. Yeah. I mean, it works. Where do yeah. you go? Does that make anywhere? No, no, no. Headwise. Like, where do you go? I, I know that sounds stupid, but so because well, I the, there's I, multiple different variations of meditation. Okay. The one I do, um, which once again, I want to be careful what I say because I don't want to take any credit away from Sable Warrior. So look this stuff up yourself. But the type of meditation I do, which is taught by them, um, is in three steps and it works phenomenally for me because it it makes it it breaks it down for you sure. versus just trying to go straight into that like you know, butterflies like he's mature when nature calls Zen. like Zen. i am one with nature exactly um we uh you're fine Izzy. she's drinking a slurpee right now so if you're that that's that's, that's her drinking her drink drink her slizzard her slither uh, um but if you try to go into meditation, like, just like, okay, I'm going to empty my brain out. It does not work. No. It doesn't work. No. Because there's yeah. too much shit going See, on. I, Everybody's I don't think I can even be in a quiet room for too long before I start hearing the voices. I was, I think everybody thinks this. I think everybody, <laughs> I think everybody thinks the same thing. But you do the first step, which is repeat, repeating a, fa- a phrase in your head. You're not saying it out loud. You repeat a phrase in your head. One with the force, force <laughs> no, I knew you were going to say something smart ass because everybody, I don't say everybody does, but until you really embrace it, you're, it's kind of hard to not be like, sure. But it does work. <laughs> the goal of meditation is not to become obese. <laughs> we're going to show But you, uh, <laughs> sorry, that's, that's, not, that's mean. Um, sorry. But um, so you repeat a phrase in your head while you're doing what they call basically finger taps, which is your. Don't, don't laugh, man. It's very serious. As it, I'm so, going into Zen with my finger bag. No, but you're not doing it's like some weird thing. You're literally just sitting there like like you would sit in a chair, and you're just touching your fingers on your hand because it kind of brings you back into your space, like you're having to think about doing it. Sure. So it's putting your focus on doing that while you're repeating a phrase in your head. And then when you move into the next part of it, you say that phrase in your head still, but now you're just breathing in through your nose. You're not doing the finger taps anymore. Sure. By the time you've done this enough and you've practiced enough and you get to the third phase of it, you'll be, I can't even explain it to you. Oh, yeah, you're getting very quiet, like different. Like the thoughts that you normally think are not there. I've found myself like actually like dreaming almost. So sometimes you just, things just come to you on their own. But, um, and if there's thoughts that you can't get rid of, the way they taught me how to treat it, which actually does work. As I said, instead of holding on to the thought, treat it like it's a leaf falling on a river and just watch it go away. She's like, oh, okay, yep, bye. Okay, bye. And when you do that enough, when the thought comes to you, you automatically know just to process it and move on from it. So, of course. But yeah, it does. It works great. All of it. I well, couldn't see hey, myself not doing it. It's working. That's all uh, I remember. Yeah. Because yeah. if it didn't work, it would. But the experience I saw outside of itself was amazing. I'm going to tell you, listeners, what they told me. Um, I'm not going to go into great detail about what they do there because to do that would spoil the whole point of what they do. Um, but it is for military, fire, and police. 
So first responders, um, paramedics, anybody really. Um, if you do anything where trauma might just be part of what you do for a living, um, dealing with some stuff, they, um, that is what that's there for. And I'm going to tell you what they told me, which is if you want to know, go sit in the seat. Mm-hmm. It's the best way to put it to you. Because to tell you, one, I think a lot of people would be nervous about taking the leap. And two, um, sometimes it's hard gotta, to admit that you have maybe something going on. Sometimes you just got to jump into the deep end, man, and they will absolutely 110% do that for you there, but they do it with you. So you are not alone there. And it's amazing. I went through with 18 other, 17 other men, technically, myself being 18. And I was there for 72 ish, some hours. And they all were like, by the time you walk out of there, like, and I mean, you know, things about people that you've from, I mean, the, I was when from guys from California, Idaho, Florida, like, and there's no secrets there, man. It's, it's a safe place to talk literally. And it is very safe. Like that is, is it invite only? It is not invite only. No. Okay. Um, so it is not invite only. Um, you can get on Save a Warrior's website if you ever decide this is something that you want to do for yourself or that you might need this kind of help. And you can fill out their application and then they will do an interview with you. Okay. Um, so it's not invite, but they will vet you out. Yeah. So that's probably the best way. That's the best way to put it. I don't even know if it's for if they're BS or not, but they I mean, they they have a very thorough process and um, it's not a it's no it's no BS, man. It's very serious you're very well taken care of while you're there and they are there for you and the people that are there with you from the people that are cooking from the people that are teaching from the people that are helping you have all sat in the seat cool it's the best way to put it so you're not there with anybody that's like oh you the typical i mean i hate saying it but the typical psychologist or counselor who's like you haven't sat yeah the other like oh yeah i get you somebody who just yeah. yeah you're like you don't know what the fuck i'm talking about you don't get me yeah these people get you they understand that's why they're there and they did this because it works that's why and they are very that first hour you're there they are very blunt and to the point and they'll tell you that so anyways i'm gonna leave it off at that um but if you ever need it sable warrior or saw um it's great if you guys ever decide to try it out for yourself it is worth it if you feel like you need that kind of help i i thoroughly enjoyed my time there and i'm I am. Uh, I don't even say my time because it's ongoing. It's for life for sure. me. So I'm still doing well, the stuff they the ask. There's a work. There's all kinds of other stuff you do afterwards that they they give you to do, and it's not like it doesn't absorb your your your. Um, it's not crazy, sure, with your time, but it is like it's dedication. It's worth your time. But it's a hundred term. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. worth your time. It's worth your time because it keeps you like uh, looking yeah. and fixing. And sure. Understanding also that it's a pilgrimage. It is. It's kind of like my weight loss journey. It's a you. <laughs> Here we are. Now, whatever. Your pilgrimage is going fine, my friend. Yeah, it's still worth probably fat fucking. Whatever. It's fine. It's a handsome man. man. Oh. What? What do you want me to say? Ugly fuck. <laughs> I can't say that. No, whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, it is uh. Also, it, it helps you look at yourself, which is the big one. And the other big one, too, is it not just helps you look at yourself, but it also helps you start to learn how to evaluate others in your life, mm. which is huge for me because it will – what I've learned so far is I've stopped making excuses for people around me. 
now. So I don't do that anymore. Like now it's just like, yeah. they say it many times, what you're saying is the story. It's not the story. What's the truth? Right. Let's not talk about the story. There's a story for everything. Yeah. But what actually happened? You know what I mean? Yep. So two sides of every story plus the truth. Yes. Exactly. So three sides. <laughs> Christ, Christ, Christ. Christ. So great. <laughs> so great. So great. All right. So, all right. Off that, um, yeah, I wanted to update you guys on that. And like I said, I'm not going to get into any more of that. Um, but, yep. But, yeah, uh, if you guys are looking into it and looking forward or looking for something like that, Save a Warrior. Um, it is on – you can look it up on Google. I yeah, yeah. It's very easy to Give find. her a Google. And, it's very easy to find. If you're looking interest, interested in something like that, give her a look. Yep, See, it is, like I said, it's not a – not a sales pitch. I won't get into any more uh, details than that. But if you're ever curious or you really feel like you need help, that's the whole point of this podcast is for us, for our, our uh, brothers and sisters out there who are struggling a little bit. Um, and go to the, uh, you know, go to the website and reach out if you feel like you need help. And maybe you'll find yourself sitting in the seat, which is a great place to be. Oh, yeah. So. All right. Now on to you. Yeah. All right, so Izzy, this is Izzy. This is My Izzy. Daughter. Izzy's going to tell us a little bit about herself, like what grade you are, how old you are, what you kind of do for fun, stuff like that. How's that? All right, yeah. So sure. we'll start it off with basic questions. All right. What's your name? No, <laughs> sorry. Um, uh, I'm in eighth grade. I'm 14 years old, and I don't really do much for fun. I like to read. I like to talk to my friends, and. I love to listen to music, so that's really all I do for fun. Let, let me interject real quick, if you don't mind. Sure. So we didn't cover this with Isabella, and I'm sorry. Um, so try to avoid as much as you can during the podcast giving out any personal information well, yeah. about yourself or your friends or, like, you don't need to see where you go to school at. You don't need to say anything outside of yep. just because we don't want anybody listening and, and, and like, Being like weird. tracking, and we're not here to call out anybody. That's not the purpose. Right, right, right. So... Mm-hmm. Try to keep um, anything that's – you can have a complaint, Eric, but leave names out. That would be the best yeah. way I can say it. So, yep. Unless it's me or him. Yeah, we're sitting right here. So, obviously, I mean, we, we know what you're doing. So, you can say, you suck. And we'll be like, yeah, sometimes I do suck. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way that this is. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, cool. So, your dad's been a first responder for 20 years? Almost. It's 18. 18 years. Year. So, how does him being a first responder make you feel as his daughter? Because you're, you're – She's 14. She's 14. So she's so a teenager. Yep. You've been doing this literally your entire life. Yeah. So how does it make you feel? I mean, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't really make me feel much. I mean, sometimes when he's like gone and stuff, I feel like kind of lonely, but also sometimes it's fun because like I get to be home alone sometimes. <laughs> so, you know, I got, I got to love that. Um, and when people talk about certain things at school, I feel proud that I have a dad that is a first responder. Sure. But I mean, other than that, I don't really feel much. I mean, yeah. that's just what he is. Yeah, nice. All right. The only reason why I ask certain questions like that and a big thing or why you're here today is because obviously I got a little tyke that's going to be growing up and he's going to be dealing with a lot of, I would assume, a lot of the same stuff that you're dealing with now or have dealt with in the past. Mm-hmm. So tell me... And if you don't want to, you can tell me to pound salt. All right. Tell all right. me like the hard times, how you deal with some of the hard times as a 14 year old right now with your dad being gone. Or just mm-hmm. with anything in general. Huh? Yeah. That, that has to do with a lot with what I do for a living. Yeah. What do you mean? You know what I mean? Like, uh, so, you know, it's caused problems at home before, mm-hmm. you know, because of the schedule. 
and we're gone, you know, 24, 72 hours a week. That's just the regular schedule. That's not hours we pick up every time. Other jobs, anything forced, it's not any of that. Yep. Or um, holidays. You know what I mean? Like, how, I miss on holidays. I'm not even, I'm not going to be there for Easter this year. Like, that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. How does that kind of stuff make you feel? Um, um, when it comes to certain holidays, like with Easter, sorry, I don't think I'll care very much because, I mean, it's just no, Easter. Fine, yeah. But, like, with a holiday like Christmas or Halloween, yeah. like the big ones, then, yeah, it feels kind of sad because you're a part of the family and then you're not there. Yeah. Okay. So, with holidays, um, like the big things, I don't know. <laughs> Like she's nervous, so you gotta get her to work the jitters out, folks. Uh, she's getting there. I like what I do. Yeah, like how do you get through it? Yeah, like I mean, I talk to the people I trust. So, like certain friends that have been like, like one friend that I've been close to for a very long time, I talk to her about certain stuff. Um, of course, I talk to my mom about certain things. I mean, that's really all I do. I talk to certain people, and then I just do what I usually do to make me feel happy. So, yeah. yeah. What are kind of, uh, like reading and listening to music and stuff? Yeah, my daughter's yeah. an avid reader, which is I, it's something I love about her. Yeah. Um, I love everything about my daughter. She's my daughter. There's some things we don't agree upon. Um, you know, she's 14 years old. She's a teenager. So sometimes we were battling that teenage drama. That's Gavin. Um, He's provide the, the drums. You're fine. He's good. His mother just carried him out like a six pack. <laughs> um, but um, she's an avid book reader. She has got a pretty awesome collection going on. And at 14 years old, the amount of books she has read, and I'm talking like big, thick books. Like ain't no joke books? Like no. Dude. Books I would read. Mm, yeah, 100%. 900 yes. page books? Yeah. <laughs> you said 900? <laughs> yeah. She's, yeah. I still read a lot of pages. <laughs> I'm not a spot run kind of guy. Um, but yeah, she's an avid reader, which is awesome. So, And I think part of that she gets... She definitely gets some of that from her mom, and part of it, she gets some, some of that from me. I like to read. Her mom likes to read. Um, I'm a big movie buff. I think everybody knows that. Yeah. If you're listening and you yeah. know me at all, you know I'm a big movie buff. And Izzy's kind of the same way. She like horror. when she loves something, she sticks. Mm-hmm. You know I what I mean? The, like I get the horror movies from you. Yes, yeah. She likes movies from mom. We went and saw Scream Six yesterday. Yeah, go see it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good movie. Yeah, it was great. Um, but anyways, yeah. Cool. Do you have any friends that have first responder parents? That, that means military too. Or military, yeah, yeah. yeah military. So sorry, that's, okay. that's military police or, and I know you've got a friend. Or nursing or yeah. doctors. I, I do have a friend. Isn't um I think the one that was running for we had to sign this thing. You could write it down. Oh, uh, okay. Um so I can't say names, so yeah. Don't say names. I yet. mean yeah. I know of two friends who do. Um, I think both are military. Okay. Do you have like, do you feel a connection with them because their, their families are in a similar situation or is it more like a, uh, you can deal with your own crap, you know? (laughs) Yeah, you can be honest. I don't have a single friend that is a first responder now. Okay. Both of them, they, their parents used to be, I mean, their parents are pretty old. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. They're like in their early 60s. And they're, they're not 40s and suave like mm, me. No, no, no. <laughs> they're like in the late, they're in the late 50s, early 60s. Okay. They're old. Okay. So. For anybody who is 50s, 60s out there, <laughs> you are now <laughs> and Dove is old. Yeah, now we have listeners like, hey, motherfucker. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute here. 
No, uh, okay, well, that's fine. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm not a single friend that has a first responder oh. parent now. Okay, all right. Well, is there anything that has made you feel, because of what I do for a living, different from some of the other kids in your school? Is there anything that has ever been like, uh, it's this sucks because, like, I don't get that, or I don't have that, or, mm. and you can be honest, time. I mean, no, in a way, like, the only time it's like, yeah, my situation's different is, like, when they talk about, well, for example, like, when I talk about how long you're going to be gone, like, sometimes I'm like, my dad's going to be gone for just today, or, like, two whole days, and like, how the hell? whoa. How the hell is he <laughs> just walking out for two whole days? Like, yeah. Why is he working that long? So, I mean, that's always a different situation. Their parents work less than... Yeah, they work nine to five, straight mm-hmm. jobs, type mm-hmm. normal, what I would consider. Yeah, yeah, he's fine. And then he worked 24 hours. Why not? So. Okay. That's fair. Is there any... And I'm sorry. I just have to ask. Zing it, dude. Oh, God. Send yeah. it. Send it. Is there anything that you've always wanted to tell your family, your dad predominantly, about his job? And that you don't like, that you like. <laughs> Gel my hair to the right, not the left. Yeah. <laughs> Is it got anywhere? What makes the. So what gets your job? I mean, I feel like a lot of people that work with you, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know how to word it. It's like not people who work with you specifically, but like certain people who do the same thing as you. You know, I don't respect and I don't like to say that out loud because, you know certain situations like I don't yeah and I mean that's really it and then I feel like people who work with you specifically don't really know everything that goes on yeah are you talking about like like at home Mm -hmm. okay yeah so you know they just kind of talk and they don't know yeah that's fair that's fair fair. Mm. all right seeing what he does Mm. would it ever interest you in wanting to do it too no. Not at all. Um, no. I wouldn't want to give well, I don't want to do that. That's not what I like. Sure. I like I would want to have a job that has to do with kids or cooking. Okay. Because, you know. Well, at I, the firehouse, he cooks. I'm telling you what, man. He yeah. he, he can burn it down. She does. Mm-hmm. She does. I also wouldn't want to give myself that title. So Okay. Why? I gotta I gotta know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like when you tell certain people that they don't really respect it, you know? Like, what's that? What do you mean? Like, I mean, like when it comes to firefighters, police oh, officers, sure. military. Like, what? Don't advertise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, in a way. Sure. Yeah. Like it doesn't. And I mean, certain are. people have the right to not respect it because they have certain situations. Sure. But and then people just don't respect it because of what happens in the public. Sure. So yeah. I just want to give myself. We gotta be title. careful what we what we read and watch in the media because mm-hmm. the media is very good at manipulating. Mm-hmm. Yes, they yeah. like to move things into appear to be ways that they weren't so okay so is there anything that you have always wanted to know about his job that may enlighten you on how maybe you feel about certain things um well it won't enlighten, i don't think it will enlighten me and how i feel about certain things but i do have a question what do you have like big like like accidents fires you know what i mean like situations almost every time you go to work I won't say every time we go to work, but no. pretty frequently enough. Yeah, frequently enough. Yeah. Think I about mean, it this, and this is something that we always kind of describe to people. There's always a big something. There's always something. And yeah, your worst day ever 
may be a typical call for us. Does that yeah. make sense? That, that may be I mean, like, regular yeah. bread, bread and butter. Yeah. Well, but, so it might be a big deal for you. Like, but deaths every day? Uh, it's, I hate saying this because I don't want to sound too exaggerated, but I would at least say it's weekly. Yeah. At least okay. weekly yeah. would probably be the best way to say it. I don't want to say it's daily, it depends but it's on at least weekly. Too. Yeah. You yeah. Know, so when me and Tim worked together, it was probably, we had bad luck. Yeah. We, but, we, but that was okay. You know, where I'm working now, it's not nearly as much as it was when I was working yeah. with him. And I but, work for a very busy department. So, as Ben does as well, moderately. Moderately. It, yeah. It, it, in comparison. Yes. It, it's about half to maybe two thirds. I Still. Yeah. Enough. But. It it is something that that we deal with on a on a regular basis, if that makes any sense. Yeah, you know. So, which uh, is why, like, I'm sure you've thought it, which because I think it all the time, but I'm sure it's probably what makes us edgier sometimes, yeah. depending on our <laughs> surroundings. Yep. Yeah. Because you know that. Because you know how I am when we go out and about sometimes. You know what I mean? Like I'm very. Um, you can definitely. You know, read the room yeah. when it comes to a lot of us because we're a little bit more. We do weird things when we're out in public. <laughs> or, I know it sounds. Weird, I think we're just a little more like standoffish. Yeah, with everything. You know, now. if somebody like with him, you know, with mm-hmm. I, if somebody were to get even close, that was drunk or disorderly of any kind. If he get if anybody got any were close to them, you you drop some. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she got a slurpee on her. Let me get you. Hold on. <laughs> there, there's a good chance that I would probably go after them. Yeah. Because I mean, I can call that with dad. Like when we go like shopping, sometimes if we stand on the line, mm-hmm. and like there are certain times where there's been like certain people that will pull me kind of off to the side, so I'm not near them. Yeah. He's he's very more, much. But it's more of a protection thing. Yeah. You know he, mm-hmm. and I know your dad because. Well, I know him well enough where he he just doesn't want anything to happen to you guys. You guys are his entire life. And at first, when, when before I had him, I had no idea what that was about. I had no clue because I, what the hell would I know? You know what I mean? Yeah. Once I had him, I realized that if anybody were to touch him or do any kind of wrong by him, mm-hmm. that I'm going to rip their damn head off and <laughs> shit down their neck. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... In which his makes defense, it, huh? It which makes it tough. Yeah. Because like as you'll discover when Gavin gets older, and which is he, you yeah, know, she's 14, she's still you're not adult, but you're very much coming into your womanhood, no doubt. Yeah. Um, it is it's a double-edged sword, which any father who's listening right now or mother, like sometimes it comes off as like you're angry or you're controlling, or but it's very hard because you're coming from a place of love. That's the problem. Yeah. And that's always been my biggest issue yeah. with expressing that is like, I'm doing it because I'm trying to keep you safe, but it comes off as a totally other way, which is stereotyped in every movie in Hollywood right now. Yeah. There's always the sheriff dad who the kid's just like, Oh God, my sheriff well, dad or something okay, like that. Yeah, like I mean, a helicopter dad. Yeah. You know, so yeah. which gaps calls me. Well, it, well for, but for a brief moment before we had him, I was kind of like, Paul, you're, you're a bit of a hover. I know. You know what I mean? And it it's okay to agree. Yeah. This yeah. is a safe spot. I'm going to agree. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. knows I'm going to agree. Knows. Yeah, she knows. It's no doubt. No but doubt. It, it's just one of those things that it literally, it, it's only for your protection of love. Mm-hmm. We're so used to, in, in our line of work, we're so used to having control over things 
that are usually uncontrollable or uncontrollable. Uncontrollable. So when we do have the ability to control something a little bit, we tend to hone it on. Yes. Yeah. It's it's not that we're trying to say you have no freedom. You know, we're we're not that kind of well, as far as I know. We're not now. No. Most most people. No. But I'm sorry. Yeah. How do you feel about stuff like that? We just got uh, scorned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mama Bear stepped in and said, are you going to let the guests talk? <laughs> what, uh, like when it comes to the hovering? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, of course I get annoyed sometimes. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It can be very annoying. <laughs> yeah. But I, kinda... I, th I think I'm better about it now. I know I used to be oh, bad. I yeah, did. And now bad. that I'm getting older and you're mm -hmm. getting older, and I think that's made me like, unfortunately, you're, you're, and I don't mean this in the wrong way, but you're my first kid. So you've been the trial on everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you were the first, and you're the first to go through everything. So she's my trial period. You're my trial period. So, like, you know, a lot of the stuff I did with her, I hate to say it, but I probably won't do a lot of that with your brothers. Mm -hmm. Just because, like, now I look back at it, I'm like, well, you know, like, I went, she went to a roller skating birthday party I once. Was about and I was out there roller skating with her. Because, God forbid, she fell down. I was literally just about to talk about that. Going back to that one question about how it's like different friends at the skating party, when he followed me, my friends got to like have one second along with me, and they're like, Why is your dad following you everywhere? And now, whenever, if they talk about going out to an event and having to bring a parent, they're like, uh, Is your dad going to be the one? Because they don't want you to follow yeah. them everywhere. Which now is like she's turning into a teenager, and I'm learning myself as I'm growing with her, mm -hmm. truthfully, because we do grow together whether we want to admit it or not. Um, I'm now it's more like she knows what I expect. She knows the rules. She knows the consequences, and she's getting a lot more freedom now because mm -hmm. of that. Which I honestly would wish you to embrace more of. It's like you live around all your friends. Okay, hold on. All right, sorry about that. Going back to talking about how PJ, helicopter parenting, basically, yeah, helicopter parenting, and how sometimes PJ uh, would kind of be a well, a helicopter parent. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, in fairness, I have noticed myself starting to try to do, Ooh, starting doing this. You will. Um, so, I think it's just parents, especially with first kids. It so, is. unfortunately, it, like he said before, you're the trial period. Yeah, sorry. sorry. Yeah, and and honestly, like uh, you know, there's times like helicopter parenting is not. It's I think it's something every parent initially goes through. It just took me a while to break mine. You know, Izzy was one of those kids that, you know, we'd be walking by a pool and we'd turn our attention away from her for 30 seconds and she's at the bottom of it. So she's done that to us before. I have. <laughs> See? <laughs> so um, she darn near drowned herself. So, yeah, there was reasons behind my helicopter parenting, but I won't say Did it I was always justified. Yes, an aunt saved you. Correct. So. Because we did not see it until, yeah, <laughs> until it was like, where did Isabella go? Where yeah. the hell is she? Yeah, I remember that. I went down a slide and I just went, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> kept going down, 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 down. She went to the bottom. I remember. <laughs> Whose kid is that down there? <laughs> uh oh, exactly. Hi, buddy. But uh, so okay. Um. Is there any questions you have for him or me or anybody that might do this line of work? No, not really. No, not really. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
Why are you on Pinterest? I'm not on Pinterest. Oh. So. He's pinning. Yeah. For so great. So great. Um, trying to think. Paul, any questions? Uh, no, not really. I mean, questions about what? Oh, how's school going? Uh, yeah, school. We have to stay testing tomorrow, so you know it's nice. Oh, okay. That's that sucks. <laughs> that that sucks badly. I apologize. Mm -hmm. Well, you're gonna do fine. You ain't with you reading like you read. There ain't gonna be no problems, I'm sure. Yeah. So, or or you take it again. Yes. Fuck it. <laughs> no. no, no, we're not taking it more than once. Take it one time, call it a day. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'm trying to think. Daisy hair. What kind of Daisy? Yes, good dog. Great dog. Mm -hmm. Love that dog. Um, I've, I've met her. <laughs> met her twice. <laughs> I bet she tries to bite your face off. I mean, she's great. My <laughs> details. It only happened once. I walked out the back door. It was fine. <laughs> um, is there ever a time where you worry about your dad? Uh -huh. More so about his mental health. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Izzy. Sorry. No. She's like, oh, you're on your own. Huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. Mm -hmm. are, are you glad that he's actually starting to get to a point? I know that sounds terrible. Are, are you happy that he is starting to get to a point, or is it kind of a stigma about it? Or, or dad might be a little bit kooky. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm glad he's getting better. Why would I not be? Well, I, I, no, 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 because no. <laughs> because of the stigma that is it goes with mental health right now, especially in our career field. Mm -hmm. Um, it's pretty much, it's taboo. It's not something that really gets dealt with. Mm -hmm. So the fact that he is getting help, he, he's actually kind of a, not an outcast, but the oddball, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean um, yeah. It's become more and more relevant nowadays, but even now it's still one of the, which the funny thing is, is, and I've known that this has been part of my whole life, honestly, just before the fire service, but I've always kind of been, I don't want to say different, but I've always like handled things differently than a lot of people do. And it's funny because the people that like the ones that don't want to seek the help are the ones that I that always kind of them coming to me in private. They want to talk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they know it's a safe place to talk. At. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it is a good. Make sure he stays up on it. Mainly for me. I, you know, I, I give a shit about your dad a lot. Um, I don't want anything to happen to him. Yeah. For the sake of you guys, you know what I mean? You know, mm -hmm. I know this uh, for a fact, and I'll just make it awkward for everybody. Your dad loves you very much. Well, yeah. Um, no, like, I mean, he talks about you guys constantly. When we worked together, it was it was every day he would talk about you guys. Mm -hmm. You and your brothers. It wasn't just, he wasn't isolated one person. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> He cares almost to a fault. Almost. Almost. Yeah, yeah. Almost. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. Because he will worry himself into a almost a delirium. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, that's the biggest thing is I had to like get myself out of the the rut almost not a rut. Well, not even a rut. It's just like sometimes you have to accept life on life terms. Life's terms, that's the best way to put it. Yeah. But sometimes you just like can't some things are just out of your control. Oh yeah. So it's I that mean, simple. I know he's a stressor when it comes to us. Like, yeah. if I don't answer the phone and if I'm home alone, then 
Yeah. I know he gets worried because then he ends up blowing up my phone and then calling mom. <laughs> what is she doing? Yeah. Yeah, that, that happens. Um. Luckily, my mom has Life 360 now, so now they know if I'm actually home or not. I don't know. Is it like a tracking thing? Mm-hmm. Yes, is basically. Cool. And if I click I won't SOS, download it, so I don't have it, but Melinda has it. If I click oh. SOS, then they immediately get an alert that something's wrong. Yeah. Oh, really? That's so, actually pretty cool. Yeah. Have you had to push it yet? No. Or God. I, I actually almost. <laughs> I almost accidentally clicked it once. Once. Yep. But that would have been. And I didn't know about this clearly. Yeah. <laughs> clearly. Luckily, I was at grandma's house when it happened. So I told uh, her, I'm like, if that actually happened, then don't worry about it. Yeah. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. I promise. Yeah. We're good. Um, do you deal with any kind of mental health issues? <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. How do you deal with them? I don't. <laughs> I you mean, don't? Yeah. I don't really. I mean, she's being honest. I mean, we know, I mean, we know that too. She's, we, we said before that we, they probably do her some good to mm-hmm. talk to, to talk to somebody. Pro- everybody needs somebody to talk to guys. Yeah. Newsflash. If you think you don't need to talk to somebody, you're lying to yourself. Yes. I mean, That's a fact. I just don't like talking to people about how I feel. So I don't deal with it really. That's fair. That's very fair. Can I at least try to say it does help? Yeah. I, I will say that. Um, in, you don't have to do what he did or what I do or what she does or anything like no. that. Um, sometimes counseling can be with a friend. Like you said, you talk to your, your friend frequently. Mm-hmm. I mean, in reality, you guys can have one-on-one sessions and, and work yourself through problems, you know. Yeah, she um, sees a counselor too. So. Does she? Okay, see? Mm-hmm. See? So even your friend's all about Well, maybe not all about it, but she's about it in some way, right? Yeah. So um, definitely... Don't don't be a closed door. You definitely open up and be able to talk to people because you know that, that that does inevitably make people feel better. And you know, only with people you trust. It don't have to be with that guy. It can, it can be with yeah. her. It can be with a priest. I would rather you talk with somebody else also because I yeah, like I, you have to I find would. safe people to talk to. Yeah, I mean you have to. That's the thing is like when I tell people everybody needs to talk to somebody. That doesn't mean you have to go seek out a counselor. Sometimes you just need to find somebody that you can like address. That's one reason I don't really want to talk to a counselor or therapist because like I'm kind of nervous that they would tell my parents everything I spill. They're not allowed. Yeah, Yeah, they're not allowed. Um, Unless it was like something where your life depended on it, right? You know what I mean? But yeah, they're they're not allowed to. It's one of the, it's kind of like a priest. Um, if you know anything about the Catholic Church, where you tell the priest, priest basically like a giant vault locks it down, pretty much calls it a day. Mm-hmm. Um, if he spills the beans uh, per se, then he could be in some serious trouble with his priesthood. So, um, and I'm not trying to spew religion. I don't. Well, I'm yeah, not. No. Clearly, I'm not the fucking <laughs> religion. <here>. Whatever. <laughs> All holy men here. Um, all right. Did you enjoy it? I mean, it wasn't as bad yeah. as I thought it would be. I was really nervous. Your first podcast? Yeah. And dealing with two morons. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, we're not morons. Uh-huh. We're just street scholars. Man, I just like genius. Yeah. Okay. Taught by Socrates. <laughs> genius by Socrates. Genius by Socrates. Well, um, Izzy, it was good having you on. I appreciate you coming. I know that's not in your comfort zone. <laughs> it's no. always good to step out of your comfort zone and, and I was excited to have you on the show. 
Yeah. Honestly, Aww. have my kid on here. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So. Eventually, I'll try to get Gab on here, but I don't. I don't think she'll. She's yeah. gonna bite. I don't think she likes me very much. <laughs> no. I'm just does. kidding. She she she's a lover, not a fighter. Just but, anger. Um, if you ever need anything, and he can't answer the call, feel free to either call me or Gab. Yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that you don't no. be there, but no, you know, maybe it's I know what you mean. My it doesn't. Apply. I know. I know what you mean, my bromie. You know, feel free to call one of us. We're not but a hop skip from you guys. Um, I know where you live. No, um, <laughs> I, no I know where you live. By the way, I steam up your windows. <laughs> no. no, 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 no. No, that's terrible. Um, Jesus. How'd you go back to Wait, wait, what? Wait, 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 wait. What? Second thoughts. Um, Paul, any uh, notable words of wisdom? Yeah, uh, so we I'll like to close on a quote. Got one pulled up for the night. Uh, John F. Kennedy, actually. Um, little JFK, Um, two shot John. As we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter words but to live by them. Nice, okay. Now, what does that mean, Paul? Not a clue. Okay. <laughs> no. no. We like to read. It was just a yeah. It was a good, it was a good one, man. Well, there was a couple other ones on here that were parent related, but um, they were Pinterest real. Oh, no, no, no. Yes, no. yes, yes. I don't Pinterest. Paul could be. A... Pinterest is great. So great. I'm just gonna look. I'm not gonna look at it. I was gonna say something just foul and the rodent scholar. <laughs> rodent scholar. Yep. All right, everybody. If you ever have any problems and you can't get a hold of me, Paul, or anybody. And you need to talk to you about your problems, call the number 988. Um, it is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They are there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, safety doesn't take a holiday. Oh, sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> yes, uh, please call those numbers. Don't do anything in the rash of the moment. Um, don't solve a temporary problem with a permanent solution. Yes. It does not do anybody any good. It only puts somebody else in the box. And I'm here to tell you there is always a way out. Always. Always. Yeah. It's a thing. I promise you. Um, Whether you realize it or not, always. Yep. You're just looking in the wrong spot. There's yep. a way out. So, yep. Izzy, Izzy, thanks for, thanks thanks for last words. Mm-hmm. No. You want to spit some like Lana Del Rey or some? <laughs> some Bismarcky. Um, but thanks for coming on the show, baby girl. I love you. I love you. All right. Cool, guys. Thanks for listening in, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>